0: <laughs> okay, okay, we're live now. <laughs>
1: God damn it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome here to episode 7 of League Down Under's 2021 Rebirth. I think it needs to go back to the bin after that start. We're back here again after two weeks on a bit of a hiatus. Uh, you know, we, we had a bit of a break, so, you know, it's been a while. But first off, hope you had a great Easter. I uh, know we all had a great Easter um, playing video games all weekend mm. and eating a lot of chocolate um, as, as per usual. Uh, but yeah so here we are back going strong again off of our two-week break we've had amazing circuit action still going on so far as we're going up for the final week before finals so we're going to go into a deep dive of that very shortly for this episode and uh once again we're joined by some, most of the people here that just love being here all the time um they absolutely love being here lately. i know weapon definitely does the others they're just dragged here because i don't have a choice mm. um really at this point first off it is Tico once again returned back in his co-host spot as Raygor's contract is up. He did, a I made that that week quota, so he's gone. So we've got Tico back. Uh, Tico, how are you doing, man?
0: Yeah, I'm great. I feel good after a rejuvenated contract. I got a new one. This is my second time, second one with LDU. So uh, they really wanted me to stay, there. A... I guess they're paying me enough to do so now. So you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, something about money. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's something here. Uh, weapon, once again, three three weeks in a row, four weeks in a row, I think. Uh, welcome back. O- always love you to have you here, my man. Um, always giving us all, all the great info. Uh, the only person that takes this uh, podcast seriously, I think. Uh, which is great, because someone has to, I think.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, you're not going to. So absolutely not. I hate this show so much. I, um, I'm, and, I'm, and once again, I'm always here to make it wholesome, so... <laughs>
1: And, and the return as well of, of Midnight. I haven't had him for a couple of weeks. He's back finally. Uh, all the, he's used up the 101 Excuses book, so we got him back now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Welcome back.
3: Yes, the uh, the excuse of I was having foot surgery
1: apparently doesn't fly anymore. No, so, no, you know, no, no. Like, oh, no. You know you're sitting, uh, right?
0: You're sitting down. Yeah. You don't need your feet.
1: the yeah, you <laughs> voice and a microphone. You, know, you don't need feet um quite <laughs> they quite that out of context there you go um <laughs> yeah we're back here for episode seven like i said I had a two-week break so far i'm going to be covering the week eight coverage of the circuit invitational uh with summoners society We also got another fun game mode right happening towards the end your draft session was a lot of fun but uh, we want to keep hold of that and not burn that out so i've got another fun game here uh, I'm not going to say the name of the show just yet because I'm going to try my hardest not to bring it up but I absolutely have to <laughs> uh, because I fucking despise it all <laughs> my- <laughs> so I there you go what I <laughs> not plan the show
2: 10 minutes beforehand <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so bad but uh, you know if you want to catch up with Ladies League down on their episodes if you haven't you know been sick to death of episode six being on repeat for the past two weeks you can do so over on the summit society youtube channel where we've got the other vod uploads for the 2021 season and of course we're still available on spotify our official spotify there as well we have all the latest audio episodes Big thank you to everyone that's been tuning in to all the episodes as well you know quite a few people asking when we're going to get the next episode out and really keen to get episode seven out so obviously we're finally here now thank you very much continue support, ladies and gentlemen. And and like we said, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and all the other audio services as well, which, time to do this one again, boys, because I haven't done this in a while. Here we go. Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Let's Go, or every audio service available now except for SoundCloud, because we (laughs) haven't done that one yet.
0: I don't think SoundCloud is a podcast... Website, is it? Oh, it's
2: an audio service, right? I thought we we're on I thought we we're on Spotify.
0: We are on Spotify. Soundcloud. Soundcloud
2: okay, Soundcloud, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, SoundCloud. not on SoundCloud.
0: Yeah. That's another that's a, different... a peace, oh, sharp. Sharp. that's a different a rest in peace oh, groove no Oh yeah. Groove
1: shark What do we do? <laughs> that's <laughs> a throwback. Be. Yeah, we're not on LimeWire or Frostwire, unfortunately. Oh uh, god, god, don't remember that. It would have Jeez. been a while ago. Um, maybe you time? No. Probably not. I'd say probably not at this point after all the, uh, you know, all the court cases. Uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, you, you can check the weapons, give us a good check now. He's the one, I, that I it.
2: Checked and it said discontinued because I know like Kazar was like, <laughs> like semi legit,
1: yeah, like,
2: yeah, like a thing where you could actually buy content, but that's, mm. I guess, that's dead now,
1: yeah. We've got Spotify now. Who needs any others, right? We've got Spotify and all the other services we went through. So, hope you guys continue to check us out and support us, as you know, we we all jokes aside, uh, we love doing this show. I say all jokes aside, as Tico does a bit, so there you go. Um, we can never have a serious moment here, and that's what's so great about our show. But, guys, so our first segment here, of course, the Invitational Circuit. It's been a couple weeks obviously since our latest episodes, so quite a bit has happened. I want to say a lot of major shit has gone down over the past couple yeah. weeks here. Um, a lot of it bad but some of it good also um we've lost one of our teams which we'll get to in a short moment um and that's obviously changed the whole face of 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 how the ending i want to say of the regular season will go here for the invitational circuit of course if you've been keeping up to date you'll probably already know about a lot of this stuff anyway but we thought it's worth bringing up if maybe you listening at home watching at home don't know about the current changes here so far um first things first guys i think let's just get over and done with right kraken Unfortunately, no longer being here with us. Um, oh very sad. Definitely, very, very sad. Obviously, I split two champions of the 2020 season. One of the orgs that has stuck with us and and pretty much, I think, every circuit we've had so far. One of the most recognisable amateur, I would say, grassroots OCE teams as well. It's really sad to see these guys no longer with us because the no longer being able to, to get that roster together.
0: Mm. And I'm I'm a little bit sad that we're not going to be seeing players like MadSkills, Saberis, Relopalparo. they're not going to be with us anymore, at least for this split anyway. These guys gave us a show. They did. They really did. They gave us mm. entertainment and I'm just, the nostalgia is, is tearing me down, man.
1: He's yeah. an MCOM guy, by the way. guy.
2: Sucks. It sucks. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the team looks like in the next split, because I have no mm. doubt they're going to be invited again, and um, they'll put together another roster. Cause it, like, th- they're one of those teams we talk about where they're kind of just like, if they want to put together a roster, they, they can probably do it. They just mm. pop the message out and be like, Kraken, are hiring. Mm. Come but, come in droves.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, Kraken dropping out, yeah, it sucks, but, and I'll be the callous one here, has it changed much? Like, in terms of when you look at the standings, I don't really think it's had a ton of impact because Kraken, um, to be putting politely, they struggled. They mm. really struggled in split yeah. one here. So, like, yeah, it sucks that we've lost them, but it doesn't really change the race to be in that top six right now.
1: Mm. Midnight's trying to steal my villain role, by the looks of it, by <laughs> being a dick. So that, that's right. <laughs> like, uh, no. Seriously, though, like, you're not wrong. Like, Obviously, that did have a bit of a shocker of yeah. the season but the thing was they still had they still had the opportunity to come back we've seen it with distance which we'll get to a little bit later tonight. We saw it with the weeknight warriors you know we've seen it with a lot of these lower teams where we thought they were they were done with and all of a sudden now they're still well in contention to being able to qualify into that top six going off of off of the results of so this past week for week number eight going to week number nine going the results off there if they're able to win a game if other teams are able to like if they lose or drop games as well it's still so very very close where we might have still been able to get them in the top six especially you know when Cracker's one of those teams they said themselves we said as well they're always the team that can do the run back right they're always a team that, that can always turn things around always get themselves in the finals i mean we saw it even last year for them to take it out the cinderella run they had right so it is it is a, a big shame that they're no longer with us here. But obviously, like we said as well, they'll obviously be invited back here to Split Two. The name alone carries so much weight as well. So should be expecting to see these guys back for split two. But they you are know, now only down to nine teams, so we can't have our five matches a night anymore. Can have an even amount of matches. So of course admins did a lot of the tiring work in the background for the invitation Circuit to get things organized going forward so first things first obviously only four games a night now still the usual five so some of the teams have had weak breaks they do get that free winner for of the buy coming through but you know i think it's been a good well actually i want not to get your guys opinion on this as well because i think it's been a good and a bad thing on this team's right like having that weak break being able to i guess rejuvenate look over what they've done over the season and and go from there but a lot of the teams that seem to have been getting these buys are again all these mid-tier or low-tier teams that were starting to get momentum starting to get things going and then they've just had a week break and they kind of lose that. And you've seen the results of, of not having, I guess, the momentum there in their, their matches they come back in in the following weeks, right? Mm.
0: Well, I don't necessarily think that it's the cause and effect of we get yeah. a break and then we lose a game. I, I think mm. that it's just more like where they're at in terms of like how they... Their mental state in, in terms of like the teams mm. they play against because... Um, who had the buy week seven?
3: That was Era.
0: Yeah. So, Era, the going up team against Dissonance. And Dissonance have been, like in week eight, Dissonance, they've come out a little bit stronger. Like, ever since they, they sort of changed their mindset of, we don't really care anymore, and we're just going to play what's comfortable, and it's going to work. Um, mm. Dissonance have become so much stronger since then. And I think Era coming out of their, their week break, their week hiatus, have discovered that dissonance is a hard team to beat now and i i don't think it's because they took their break that they lost the game it's because the team that they're playing against is just not a team that you want to be playing against right now
3: i, I mean in a way i think Era probably didn't look at dissonance with much fear though right like yeah. dissonance they've been struggling and it was week six where i think they claimed their second win of the tournament like oh but it was week well first week sorry where they're feeling their first win, like that's not a team you look at coming into it. Like, oh, you know, they're finally getting a couple of wins on their belt, but that's not a team you you spend that week off going. Okay, we gotta we gotta be really ready when we run to the distance. Like, that's not what you're really ready for. So, I kind of expect it, not inherently the week off to be bad as Tico's saying, but more just ERA maybe wasn't ready or not respecting dissidents to the level they should have. And obviously, uh, they well they were clapped for it, didn't they?
2: Hmm. I think um. An interesting point about the buy is it probably affects the teams who don't... Like, these teams that feel like they're a bit more like pickup teams. Um, yeah. They're kind of like individual players who've been put together by maybe a manager or something. Um, whereas, like, your organizations like the Weekend Warriors, who we know are more of a project where they're screaming week in, week out, um, and often screaming against, like, LCO teams. Like, these teams don't suffer in the buy. But teams where you kind of have to be more motivated and, and practice yourself, which feels like maybe Error do fit that mold, uh, maybe they do lose some momentum heading into uh, a week after a bye. Maybe that is the reason why they come in a little bit less drilled against a team like uh, like Distance, who I think they're on the rise. Like, um, if we're going to talk about them, we will later. I think this is a team with a lot of upshot, and we're starting to finally see it.
1: Mm, and, and that's what I think the main point, or maybe not point, but I guess topic of the season has been, just how up and down all the teams have been, how close... The season has been like, like one t- like one minute you have got a team that's doing really really well, the next minute they've just shit the bed, and the following minute they're back to being on top again, right? And it's just been like this for a lot of the teams, or even the teams where they've shown a lot of promise, right? And they've been very very strong, and then they kind of drop off, and then maybe come back a bit later. So,
2: and all it takes is midnight endorsing a team. Yeah. that's true. Oh
1: don't worry we'll get to that that's game <laughs> one we'll, we'll, we'll get to that that's uh ugh. you can say something now like if you want like you can you can see
4: you can, no you can i something. i feel like everything
3: that needs to be said has been said on <laughs> twitter yeah to be honest i, I feel yeah. like that that's all it that needs to be said uh the, the gift from i think it was week week seven i think it yeah. was yeah mm. like that that yeah that they use there just sums up quite nicely how i'm feeling
4: mm.
1: Yeah, don't worry. Uh, for the for the people that aren't in the know, we'll, we'll catch up with that when we get to the week eight coverage because uh, that continued into the following week, by the way. So, uh, absolutely fantastic job here from Midnight once again. You know, I, at least he's on point. You know, at least he's on point with the curses, right? You know, when when going he wants one that happens. You know, or maybe he doesn't want one. It still happens. Maybe it's not on point now that I think about it. The problems of no soul. It's uh, it's, it's a tough life. <laughs> tough life. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It kind of wraps up like a lot of a lot of the news and stuff happening from there. said four games now. Um, obviously, Kraken no longer being with us. Games getting buyers. I should mention, of course, that any of the matches, that's why they get the buyers as well as any of the matches they would have had. has uh, obviously has been cleared up and everything's okay. The only question mark I have is the only game that Kraken won, which is against Weeknight Warriors, which that one game might actually stop the Weeknight Warriors from being able to have a chance to get to top six, which is very, very rough. Um, so You're definitely gonna have to feel bad for those boys if that ends up being the case. Uh, but well, of course, I we'll have to see what happens with the results for week number nine because anything can happen. There's still so many cards left on the table here for all of this at the moment. And uh, I thought I should quickly bring up as well, coming into these uh, last two weeks of the finals. Obviously, week six, uh, which is where our last episode was going to be covering, there um, it was a very rough all round with giant league client uh, issues, not just league, mm. but a lot of I say server issues all around Oceania. Um, for some certain servers going down from a certain location, certain company, whatever. How far you want to get into it? Uh, so we only got two matches got to be played on that stream. Um, so if you did miss the results for those week six games, because a lot of those were played off camera, we don't actually have the recordings, unfortunately, only the results. But Era did take out QUT, which was huge coming through here. well. Mm-hmm. of course Era, that's when they were on that up and up, taking out one of the top teams. That's when we. I saw the first signs of QET faltering, I wanna to say, towards the end of the season. Weaken worries beat MCOM when they were continuing their flawless run there. Not really too surprising. And dissonance obviously getting the win against Kraken, which uh might have been the the, the the final nail in the coffin, uh, for for Kraken uh, losing access obviously the final because when we did lose them. Um very again, very unfortunate. But we we'll have to hope these guys can come back for week uh oh, for not the next week, for the next split, I should say. Uh, and of course, finals uh, coverage as well. Best of three to the quarters and semis. Best of five for grand finals as per usual. I know we're still one week away. Uh, we're on the final week, I want to say, coming up for the regular season finals after that. But a lot of us are already super keen to see some of these best of threes and fives happening when the best of ones have been so close. Like, how do we think we're going to see the best of... Th- I want to say best of five is a whole other beast, but best of threes at least for some of these teams. I think... Some teams might have more of an advantage over others. I don't know. Nightstar, who was one of our special guest commentators, you guys might have seen quite a bit in our circuit before. Definitely brought up, I think, a great point last week where a lot of these teams, where well, they have, like, say, the bigger rosters and these bigger champion pools, are going to have such a big advantage. Oh, I want to say, oh, like, oh, well, basically, the more established orgs are going to have, mm-hmm. I think, more of a better chance against some of these uh, teams who have kind of come together last second.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, as you mentioned, there are teams like Weeknight Warriors who've got. Five, 10 people on their roster or 10 people that have played currently throughout the the yeah. split um 420 big butch being the one that's played you know the first three weeks and then we've got teams like um teams like oh, dissonance who, dissonance desire only, well. yeah desire is one of well desire they've had oh, they've actually, I they
1: got a five-man roster and that's it i'm pretty sure they've they've they might had- have one sub maybe
0: desire have had seven people play but oh, dissonance have had six so like okay, in okay. comparison dissonance with their six players and Weekend warriors who've got their 10 player roster it's going to be really hard for a team like dissonance to be able to mount up against not only in terms of skill like we've seen so far from the weekend Weekend warriors, week night warriors have the ten-man roster, but just in terms of the skill level differentiate difference that we've seen so far, as well as just the unpredictability of putting someone else in as a substitute in game two and game three, just throwing a spanner in the works, making sure that clanks around in the head of uh, teams like Dissonance is going to be such a pain if they do mount up to each other in the semifinals, quarterfinals.
2: I think um. What- the other thing I want to kind of look at as well is besides, like, obviously you can sub sub players out. I think even if you sub a player in before a series starts and that's that's going to change up your draft plan if you are a team who profess your opponents. Um, I think the main one I want to look at when it comes to best of best of anything is actually going to be the QUT Tigers. Yep. I think a lot of these teams, uh, a lot of the teams in our circuit, while they are very, very good, they feel very one-dimensional. Um, like, you've got your weekend, uh, weekend warriors of the world who, uh, you know, You've got, it's the Refury show, Um, whereas yeah. other teams really feel like they're centered around that one carry, and they, they, they kind of build around that carry. QT feel like one of the few teams in our circuit who really are like a, a a pentuple threat, if you will. Like, yeah. every single role can carry for them. And I think, like, going into, into best of series, where drafts are going to matter even more and more, like, having more looks you can pull out in draft is going to be huge for this team, and I, I want to see other teams step up to that level and actually have other players in the role in their roles like respectively step up and carry
3: mm. where the pressure but, might be proven. you can't get too caught up in best of three and best of five drafting things because i think it yes it's important like and you've got if you've got a master boss like the QUT and the weekend warriors and yeah you can play these mind games but sometimes and i'm a fan of this mentality the simple things are the best and for example the other team that's sitting in first place right now zy their drafting isn't Oh, some over-the-top fancy mind game their drafting isn't some oh we gotta gotta make sure that they don't ban this so we can pick that so we can it's not some fancy mind game it's not chess all right mm-hmm. it is literally like a boxing match of okay let's give blue a carry let's get like it's a very simple draft which means not only is it pretty flexible and that there's multiple champions that fit the roles but they don't need they don't need to be fancy because they've got the mechanics to back it up they know what they're coming into it and they don't care what you're gonna to bring to the table. They're confident enough, as they've shown before, that no matter what you bring, they're gonna be able to take you down. Like mm. we saw weekend warriors try to pull something out, and fortunately wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, and just to add on to that as well, like there's a popular term that you've been hearing throughout your life, which is consistency is key. And like mm. if you if you come up against a team that is consistent throughout, who have their consistent wins, I mean, even though they might not have an unpredictable like pick and ban phase they play the champions they're comfortable on they're going to wreak havoc if they're played well
1: hmm. i think this is like one of those perfect teams to bring up of course he split one 2020 imitation of the circuit champions i know formal been bringing up the past weeks as well as one of those teams that you know i feel like maybe some of us have we haven't slept on them i want to say but we've definitely not given them as much i want to say as a highlight as what we probably should have done just because i have had a bit of a a wavy okay hang on midnight yeah. I didn't name anyone in particular, so if you are getting salty about that, that's not you, But I think that's not you. But I think it is true that because like, we of just the dominance of QET, the dominance of the weekend warriors, the runs they had week after week after week after week, right, we kind of did forget a little bit about ZYZZZ a tiny bit. I'm not saying entirely, I'm just saying a tiny bit. And now they're starting to show up towards, honestly, the end of the season. It's very reminiscent of, I guess it's ZYZZZ that... We're used to seeing from last year, right? especially from the split one side of things. And I think now that I think maybe a lot of these teams are getting used to say. Obviously, the new champs and items that completely change the face of the game for League of Legends coming through and um, are getting more used to say. Again, you guys talking about the drafts as well. I mean, we're thinking with Dissonance, right, where they've just gone the mentality of just saying "fuck it," let's just let's just go for it, and it's working for them amazingly well. And it could continue to be like that even going to our final week, right? Um, The best of sets are going to be interesting. It'll be very interesting. I see to see which team's going to prioritize. uh, I guess that more, I want to say professional competitive style of, of the perfect draft and yada, yada. And the teams just go, well, we're just going to play it. We enjoy. And uh, if it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't let's uh, go from there. Cause you know, I think I don't think teams are going to deliberately drop lives, but they do have that option if they want to try and, I guess maybe uh, force an, an enemy team strategy out that they can capitalize and get two wins in a row back to back, right? I mean, it's a possibility and having the best of sets, there's so many strategies that can be involved in it that we're all super keen to see how things go underway. And speaking of, I think it's time we start covering week number eight as well. Now that we've talked a little bit about some of the previous weeks here, uh, the week eight matches were awesome all around. Uh, Weekend Warriors, ZYZZ, Night Warriors, <laughs> QET, MCOM and Exile, and dissonance and error. So we're going to cover two of the big matches here: the weekend warriors versus ZYZZ and dissonance versus error. QET taking out weeknight. MCOM not only taking out exile but knocking exile entirely out of their chances to get into the finals. Of course, a little bit upsetting for the exile guys. We hope to see him kind of bounce back here and see if we can see him again in split two. Of course, with our man Hedgy, obviously going to be with him from the start this time and not three quarters of way through the season and having I want to say, a very strong coaching staff towards the end of the season hopefully they can help them from the beginning this time and see where they can go here which of course this is only their first split being here in the circuit so it's keen to see where these guys go moving forward but look at the team still involved guys coming in weeknight uh, weekend zyzz probably with the biggest match of week number eight uh what a banger i want to say from mm. the start uh, straight away an absolute slugfest on both sides uh, of course, Midnight, you weren't here for this one. We'll get to you in a minute. All uh, right, You can sit and time out for a minute because we'll get to you. Uh, we'll get to you. Um, but, uh, but Tico, Weapon, obviously you guys are around. I uh, know Weapon, you've definitely been deep diving on these games a bit yourself as well. Uh, how about Draft coming here first? We've got the Drafts up here, uh, the actual pick order these teams went for. Um, outside of Olaf just getting absolutely clowned on by the casters in, in the green room, uh, while waiting and watch, It was absolutely hysterical I <laughs> have to laugh at that He actually did show it up in the end And uh, I don't think Weekend Warriors Were expecting honestly The power of ZYZZ this match Especially as the game went on
4: hmm.
0: Well I mean This is the sort of draft That we were talking about earlier Where it's Team ZYZZ Just pulling off what they normally do And Weekend Warriors Just trying to pull off something tricky And they did What well, They put the Tristana in the mid lane With Rear Fury Which he did really well on by hmm. the way 17 and 4 he ended on However, his team was a little bit too heavy. He felt the full weight or the full force of five-man roster. Weekend Warriors, sorry, nine-man roster. Um, and, like, I've never liked a Blitzcrank in competitive play. He does really well early on, but then he falls off really quickly. Like, every time, every single time I've seen a blitz crank in competitive play, it just hasn't worked out for them towards the mid-late game. He's a pick. Okay, I see the face. I see the face. Are you,
2: see the face. Like, were, are we, were we watching the same game? Because that <laughs> was ridiculous. That game.
0: But he did they win? Ass- <laughs> so uh,
2: they didn't. And like, uh, I'll let you finish your point. Like, please go ahead.
0: I okay. Yeah, he's really good for pick composition. The, the, the their composition wasn't necessarily a pick. They, they had Syndra, who's got quite a bit of CC. They got Malphite, who does an AoE CC as well. Volley Bear dives on the back line. He's got a massive AoE. Well, not massive. He's got a tiny AoE ultimate, but he gets huge. Disruptive. Jungler. And then they got a Blitzcrank. I, I just don't see a world where that's going to fit in, in terms of, like, other than taking the Jinx out of the fight, which. I mean, he did like once or twice. He just wasn't able to be as impactful to the same standard as the rest of his team. Banish is a great player. I just don't think a Blitzcrank really fit in there.
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pay that. Like, yeah, maybe there's a world where that's a standard and it has more overall team impact. But uh, he made the pick look ridiculous. Mm. Landed so many grabs, kept the team in. He, he was basically the reason they, it felt like he was the reason that they were ahead of the game. Uh, so much him and refury which is absolutely mm. insane um i think just as far as like the draft goes like this is it it really does show the tendencies of the weekend warriors like i was saying like this is a team where it's just refury in the mid lane everyone else builds around it like you even to the point where you're not letting mad maximo or mad maximo is willingly not playing ad carries so that he can be the long-range engage that they need for the cindra to set people up that's very cool and they nearly did it and I think where, where things fell down for this team, um, and I was like, reviewing this game, like double speed before the show, uh, and I'm like really sad that I didn't get to watch it in normal speed because this game is an absolute fucking banger. Where this went wrong for for the Weekend Warriors was the hesitation in how they wanted to close this game out. Mm-hmm. There were moments yep. where, uh, like, for example, there was a fight around the Baron where Blue teleported in, and instead of sticking on the Baron, they turned and killed Blue. Um, and it was just immediate, like, we need to get rid of this guy. And then it happened, like, three times in the base, where they could have played it slowly. They have, like, incredible range with the Tristana. They have long-range engage with the Syndra to kind of zone people out. Blitzcrank can be a threat. They could have played slowly. They could have played calm. But instead, they kept stepping up into Blue's range, and Blue just did what Blue did. Um, And, like, yes, it's a hard situation to be in. You've got a team comp that's basically just outscaled you at that point, but it felt like it was very desperate at the end. Like there was a real sense of like, we're getting outscaled in this game. We need to win this where a moment of like calm would absolutely have unfortunately just won them the game. And uh, it's, it's hard to really look back on. And probably as a team, I imagine they're probably like, we know the project for the weekend warriors is, is, is strong. They've got coaches. Um, they got Arsh and flop. Like they're probably, they probably watched this game back and they were just like, like, what could we do here guys? Like this sucks.
1: I'll let you have a time out now with none. Like, I'll out of time. I still <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I allowed to talk or is that going to curse? No, is you're good. Bring you're, more good. Curse? No, you're good. You're okay. You're okay. As long as you don't actually flat out say anything that'll curse the team. Okay. I will, I will Sorry. do my best.
3: He's about so, to
2: do like black speech.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically.
3: So I didn't get to watch it live, which is heartbreaking. But the things in this the thing again, I'm just gonna look at it compositionally, right? Because yeah. I, I think the big thing about how it was played out is as Weapons already said, the end of the game, they just got overzealous. They knew they were being outscaled. At the point of drafting, is that scaling? Like it's not sup- unsurprising, I should say, to see a good scaling computer ZY, right? They've like, given blue a Vladimir, which scales insanely well. They give him Bam and Oriana, which is a typical Orienter Syndrome matchup, and Oriana has always been Oriana. She'll always scale. And then you've got arguably one of the strongest late game hypercarries right now in the bottom lane in that Jinx. It's like it's a beautiful draft. Um, which pretty much says, look, if you don't kill us in 30 35 minutes, we're going to run you over because you you can't lock down our team fight, right? Like it's ridiculously strong. And then as we talked about, the Refury show was good, but just not enough. You can't have like, a Tristana is a fantastic champion, but not if you don't give her time to work. So, and that's why we saw, I believe it was like two, three fights inside T.Y.'s base where the Weekend Warriors just couldn't close the damn thing out.
1: And it's so uncharacteristic, right, mm. to see Weekend Warriors. Like, cause I, I believe even Iano said himself in the play interview that they shouldn't have won that match. So like, they were confused as to how they would able to turn that around because, I mean... Fury's quadra for a start was insane just without the pen was very upsetting but sad to see that but i think that the, one of the highlight points there is what you brought up weapon it's just blue on this vladimir how insane he was on the vladimir in the end and we were going on we were watching the game the going joke was again i want to say the ola thing brought up well how does this pick fit into it you know um zyz don't have a front line really like not like the mouth fight and the volley bear i want to say on the start of week Warriors, they had such a good game it's just like them not being able to close like this is something we talk about for the weeknight Warriors, not the weekend Warriors, not the main team. This is a sister team issue, but now it seems like it's spreading into weekend Warriors. I don't want to exactly say that just yet. It's only been one <laughs> week, but when they go up against one of these top-name teams and they have issues, and of course, a weeknight match they're going up against the other top-name team as well. Could this be something that we might be seeing in finals that we could once again be seeing a weekend third place or fourth place spot for a third year in a row.
0: I really think that the weekend warriors have the potential and we've seen that they've got the potential to be able to play like this. Like there's no doubt that they are one of the top contenders in this current tournament, in this current split. Yeah. The main problem, well, not the main problem, but one of the problems that we saw them facing up against teams is, was their focus fire on blue. Like Vladimir's a Slippery, slippery champion. Like mm-hmm. you, you get a dive on him. You got a Malphite ultimate. You've got Blisscrank going to hook him as well. Sanguine pull. I'm out. Peace. Right. He goes golden as well if he wants to. Um, yeah. Because c- yeah. Vladimir things and oh, on top of that, he's got so much sustain and he does damage on top of that as well from his mm. sustain abilities. Like at that point, Blue's not necessarily the person you want to be focus firing. There are, there are priorities, like Blue's Vladimir is something you want to take out, but I don't think that in the larger scheme of things that he's going to be your first target to focus fire. And I think that if Weekend Warriors um, recognize coming up against QUT their main priority target um, based around their composition, then they'll be able to win the game against QUT.
1: And not to mention, just real quick as well, how Iana was basically untouched at the end of the game with mm. Jinx as well, which mm. is what I mean. I brought up just how Jinx was just, and Iana played Jinx in their last game as well and went off. That's when we started seeing those crazy like Baron steals and Dragon oh, steals yeah. with the HQ ultimate with Jinx. Of course, we know that's a thing that's been for a couple of patches now. But even still, we all the hype show on Iana with Jinx, and then he got him again two weeks in a row with this crowd that we know Iana can play Jinx very, very well. So it's kind of like. Like, what are you doing with wise like, what's going on here Jinx is sleeper yeah. I, mean, I mean Jinx is not a sleeper we
3: all know <laughs> Jinx is we all know Jinx is strong you can't call okay, no, she's gone under the, the radar strongest though hyper... she hasn't she's arguably the strongest AD carry right now Okay, the hyper carry scaling that's like, fine you can't say she's under the radar
0: that's fine but why is Kaisa still the highest pick ban rated AD carry in this current split
3: all I'm gonna say is, look at the draft. No Kaiser, no Kaiser pick, no Kaiser ban from that last game, and I don't recall
1: seeing her much of Monday at all. Kaiser like has she... been dropping off in the past. Yeah, few years. she Kaisa... was popular. Don't but... worry, it was definitely the Kaiser show for I think the first like five weeks. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, but in the past few weeks, Tristana and Jinx have been mm. on top. You want one of those two? That absolutely insane. The damage output, the siege potential as well for these champs. And we're seeing a lot of these teams now are opting, to, I guys I don't want to say full-on protect the the carry comms, but the way they've been playing, most of these guys are being untouched in the back lines and the teams that are on the the, the receiving end are paying dearly for it for not really, I guess, respecting how strong these guys are at the moment. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like the you're talking about the Vladimir being like not your focus fire target, but that's it's interesting because that's the role that Vladimir plays in competitive. Mm. Like we talk about Vladimir when we. Like often when we cast Vladimir, we talk about him as this form of pseudo engage because the role of Vladimir is to is to basically flash forward, you know, e primed, dump the ult on, and then just pull through. Like, you guys seen that meme? You know, the melting gorilla, the chocolate gorilla. Have you seen the Vladimir (laughs) version? It's like quickly, kid. You don't have much time. You have to kill me, and then you pull. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like that's that's the role that Vladimir uh, Hmm. like covers in uh, in competitive. He is basically pseudo engage where he creates a distraction he creates a moment of panic where the jinx gets a free fire and um it, it was really well navigated in the end by uh ziz to actually put it together and like at this point this team just feels like they have fucking plot armor i swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the start of the season you're right we were like this team like maybe they're not as good maybe everyone else is like rising up to their level but like mm. this game was just such a testament to the fact that like not only are they good individual players, but it's, it's always just the macro with this team. They always put the pieces in the places where they like the priority pieces get what they need to. There were so many fights in that game where I would look and refury Rif- Rif- would be getting like a quadra kill in the, in the river. The Jinx is just top, just farming away, just constantly keeping that gold even. Then you, you look at the gold and it's just even the whole way. And, like, I would I feel like if Weekend Warriors could have seen the gold, they would have been tilted. They oh, probably yeah. wouldn't go They were just like, what do we have to do to put this team out of contention? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous.
1: ZYZZ is definitely one of these teams we've always seen have been able to try and keep up with gold just off of farming and turtling alone, right? We've always seen that from these guys. And this was kind of just like a perfect showing of that, I want to say. It's probably one of the best times in a game i think i've seen them ever farm like this especially when you consider again like we're talking about they're taking on what was currently the top team in standings alone uh in, in the circuit at that time of course with qt being two games down at that point and we being one this was you know the game i guess and we did talk about a couple weeks ago during the actual circuit where we said like weekend yes they were still on top but their most recent games have been getting shakier and shakier and shakier, and that's why I brought up before about is this what we could end up seeing in the finals? Is this a big issue that has now become very like because again, we can worry they were so perfect for so long, and now they're going. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, we're kind of dropping off a bit, and now it's really affecting them mentally, just because all of a sudden they've gone from on top, untouched to we're having issues with dissonance, we're having issues. With ZYZZ that we know we've had issues with in previous seasons. They were some of our biggest rivals. And when we're on top, all of a sudden, it doesn't seem like it matters because ZYZZ is just going to come back and win it again anyway. Could this, and now Q E T going up against them next week as well. That's what I'm saying. Like, where's the mindset? Because this could drastically affect our, the, I guess, the outcome of Weekend Warriors uh, split one season.
4: Mm.
1: I think there's two ways
3: for Weekend Warriors to tackle this, right? Mm. I think, one, considering who their opponents are. Because if you do look at the standings here, the Weekend Warriors, despite the last couple of weeks of a uh, shaky showing, they're they're in finals. There's no two ways about that one. Them, QUT, and ZY are all in finals. Honestly, I think for Weekend Warriors, I wouldn't actually stress so much about this week's game. You're making finals Mm. no matter what. There yep. is no point showing anything because you want to keep whatever strategies you've got in your back pocket in your yep. back pocket. Yep. Have some fun with it this week. So it'll be harder to analyze them from our end, but that also mean that whoever they run into in finals, they're not going to know what the weekend warriors have been plotting up. And the other thing is ban the Vladimir against <laughs> QT on Monday, please. Like you guys couldn't handle... Sharpley Char- Char- doesn't seem to be... He often gets relegated to tank duty. So, he's not allowed to punish the Vladimir in laning phase. And we know that QUT's top laners, because they were more than one, all love Vladimir. Yep. So just ban the Hemomancer, get him off the table, and give Shardblade a lane where he isn't going to put his head through his keyboard in the first 10 minutes.
0: Or, if you want the Weekend Warriors to have fun, give Shardblade Vladimir. <laughs> oh
1: god, he's become <laughs> the very <laughs> thing he has sworn to destroy. <laughs> but i think that, that wraps up our coverage here for the first game that we wanted to cover for week number eight again definitely go check it out guys go check it out the vod is an absolutely amazing match between two of our titan teams that again we could be seeing finals game play in regular season just off of this match alone is absolutely insane so go check it out definitely one of the best matches i think we've had so far this season and uh time to get to game number two that went to cover dissonance versus error and uh this one this is, another, this is another game. This is another game that I think a lot of us, we felt like it kind of dragged out a bit, but definitely in Dissonance's favor, where they definitely were. They took this one very slow, definitely very methodical with their game. And and with Aaron, we saw him trying to rise back up a bit. This was the last thing they wanted in their results, losing a match out here to Dissonance, who were at the bottom of the ladder and have now kind of just evened up, I want to say, like, this bottom low-tier half at the moment
0: yeah it's not a position that you that era wanted to find themselves in um but i mean i have to give a lot of credit to dissonance for this one they they drafted a composition that was really dependent on getting somewhat of an early game lead um because they had the renekton who did rather well they 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 drafted with a Shinzao, which both played beautifully by the way yeah um and and his the the amount of impact that we saw from both around the lanes was incredible. Like he was, um, I think the first gank we saw from him was level three. Um, he he just came in, picked up a kill, mid lane, if my memory calls yeah. correctly. And then from then on, Lanson had free reign over mid lane. Totorific couldn't really do anything because Akali was already at level six. And Totorific, like I mentioned this during the pick and ban phase as well. Totorific has to muzzle Lansen pre-level 6 for there to be any impact of the Oriana past level 6 so that Akali really couldn't do anything about it. But no, Bose decided, no, nah, that's not happening. Lansen, we're going to get you some extra gold. We're going to inject you with, uh, I think it's 100, 150 gold because Shinzao picked up the first blood. And that just sort of slingshot Lansen to do whatever he please, like teach a man to fish and he gets to feed himself for a... The rest of his life, um, and then uh, it's just dissonance taking the game from there.
2: Yeah, I I really like Lanson, like as a player. Like every time I've seen this guy, I've been like, man, this guy has something. And like, it's interesting because you look at his like just just rank in general. Yeah, I think sitting in in kind of diamond, and you know, obviously rank isn't everything, but you don't like look at this player and you're like, well, they're they're challenger. They're obviously going to slap. But like, there's something about this player every time I watch him where I'm like, this guy. Has something, and I'm glad we're finally getting to see it alongside Bose, um, who uh, has. It feels like he feels like someone with OCS experience who has really been flying under the radar, and it's, it's awesome to see him finally showing it. Obviously, on this wacky Zhenjiao pick, which, uh, by the way, I hate the build. Um, mm. He went uh, <laughs> the, the super bow. Uh, I get it. I get it. It's Like a, I absolutely get it. Build stride breaker on Xinjio on the new Zhenjiao. It's absolutely toxic. It's so gross. That item has a 12-second cooldown, and Riot have decided that's okay. Um, it's not. You hit, the, you hit the W, you E in, you get the knockup, you stridebreaker them, and then by the time you've done that, your your cooldowns are off rotation again, and you hit it again. You cannot escape from this guy if you build stridebreaker. Um, but both popped off. Can't can't fault him the way he played, but uh, the build, try the stridebreaker. It's sick
3: i'm gonna cut webinar before he because this this rant will never end if i don't like get ahead of it <laughs> <laughs> i know what he's like was in Zao. um i actually do want to quickly look at the other side of the scale for the side of era um and more than anything i actually want to look at era's draft because i think era's draft like the champions they put together for the game is actually phenomenal drafting mm. coming out of era like you've got early scion lilia which i'm assuming that the image i've got is the way it was rostered is fantastic they got access to the jinx which as we've talked about before is just ramping up in terms of popularity she's a fantastic late game pick and they pair it up with the oriana which in my opinion you can never go wrong picking in oriana obviously this game is a bad example to use that statement but the point being that oriana is usually such a good general pick that i love to see her and they pair that up with a beautiful follow-up engage of the alice like i think the draft is arguably near perfect like for what is considered really strong for these players as well. It seems very appropriate for this draft. It For me, I find it heartbreaking that they do lose this game with what I consider a phenomenal draft. So hopefully when we do get to see them in the future games, um, their drafting continues to be just really solid. And then they can show up the little defensive things. Like of course, like we said the bows first blood that really put Lancet online because mm. As you said before, Tiko, if Totorific doesn't die to that early gank, right, he keeps Lancer down, and that means Dissidents can't get their foot out of the door, which means that their entire team composition just sort of flaunches the early game instead of powers through it. So, drafting is solid, and I just want to see, you know, a little bit more uh,
4: safety, maybe.
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, which is why we didn't really fault Era um, mm-hmm. with this game, like... They played what they could against what they had, against the cars they had dealt against them. The reason why we're not faulting Aaron, we're more appraising Dissonance, is because Dissonance played to their win condition better. And they had the opportunity for their win condition before Era did, and Dissonance just took that opportunity and just decided to drive that home.
1: <laughs> and also i mean the likes of distance that they're, they're once again putting the first step forward their first foot forward right we're talking about for a few weeks how great zin's out is but we've not really seen him be picked up at all and then in the final game like all right let's bring out the Zin, right Let, let's do it let's show the world and he goes absolutely off as well i to say zq on siva again another one of these 80 carries where if you don't get jinx don't get tristana you get siva and siva has re- two really great strong builds at the moment CQ had a fantastic game on the SIVA and it goes to show how strong she can be and how she works with a great team behind her as well, right? So you're getting these picks where, again, like, because we didn't mention the jinx of Tristana. Tristana was still on the table here. Mm. Still could have been a pick, but like, nope, let's go with the silver. Let's have that great ult engage to get everyone in, to get Norris in quicker, to get Renekton in quicker, to get Zinn in quicker as well. Stop Oriana, stop the Jinx, stop the Zillia, uh, from being able to do anything. Sign and Alistair, screw them. We'll deal with them later. They don't matter to us anymore, right? Because <laughs> we're able to just completely displace and completely take control of the fight and control the game how we want to go forward, right? And it's great because, I, again, I think this was talked about in the player interview with these guys So we had Chicken Soup with us. Again, how these guys are continuing with the mindset of Throwing caution of the win, they'll do what they want to do. If they win, they win. At this point, if they lose, that's fine. They can get ready for split two. That We know these guys are definitely still preparing for in the background. And uh, Now, I kind of feel like at the moment, while they're still trying to qualify into that top six, still trying to see if they can squeeze our way in, I definitely feel like this at the moment is a bit of a test bed at the moment and trying to see if they can throw off as many teams as they possibly can that they're going <laughs> up against as well, for the, I guess for the end of the split one season.
0: Yeah, Can I
2: just say, I'm so glad that the League World has just collectively decided that the Dark Harvest, uh, Manamune, Sivir thing
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> is over. Like it, it, just, so, it was there for a week, and then everyone just went, no, this is trash, crit CritSivir is the way. And I'm so happy.
1: Hmm. They're going to bring out Full Lethality Sivir back. Yeah. They know
4: that
3: it could be worse weapon it could have it could be the days of full lethality miss bloody fortune Ah. i don't it could be worse i mean
2: yeah i just like the the build just never looked good it was one of those weird things where like like it must have been working in scrims for like some top level teams or something because Mm. it looked awful on stage and you know on stage for us Yeah, Um, yeah i think maybe it won one game and looked okay yeah Sorry, um but yeah it looked okay in like one game and then we never saw it really come to fruition in any other any other game any other series professionally or otherwise and i just never understood it crit silver the way
1: i feel like we're still gonna there might be a chance to see the thality similar i still think there's some people who are gonna definitely try but we'll have to see because I, I do know that like i said there's an argument of like what civ is versing and what kind of justifies the crit build or what justifies lethality build of course i mean if the players want to give it a go and they can make it work good on them obviously if they can make that one work but uh you make weapon very upset or angry or both i, I don't know which I one i mean works in situation. if I'll you prove
2: afraid. me wrong i'll be happy like sure like <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll, I'll be, be happy
2: be yeah <laughs> like no please 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 do it like prove me wrong man i'm what do i know i'm a stupid analyst right <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's why we're here and that's why you're there but i do wrap things up here for this final game here lads um again distance we talked about how about error coming through here as well they've got their final game still being able to be played here for week nine we'll talk about that in just a little bit but going off of this game and i want to say some of their previous games as well this is definitely i want to say one of the most rocky shaky teams probably next to mcom as well how do you think this final week season plays out for him? I mean, we haven't seen Selfish uh, played in the team for the past couple of weeks. So could we see the return of Selfish in the mid lane and and see if he can have, I, I, I guess, be that last shining beacon for, for Eric to bring him back? Or do you think they might keep Toto here? I mean, he, they did pick up a great win in week number seven with the sub they've got here at the moment. And they still plenty of potential. Of course, Hyper, Suho, Keist has definitely been showing up. I want to say this season as well, we had those question marks shining in when they had that duo swap, what do you think these guys can do here in their final week?
0: <clears throat> Era, they can play against the big dogs. Like, we saw them in week six beat QUT Tigers. Like, we know that they have the capacity to do so. It's not like mm-hmm. they're at the bottom because they suck, right? They've, they have won a couple games against some of the big people. Um, and so I think that with Totorific, might not be the, the the key for them to be able to win the game but it's definitely a component because Totorific is the mid lane is you, you some would say the backbone of like the rest of the Summoners Rift and the side of their team. So um I think that if they if Era do want to win uh, coming into week 9, they have to play through Tarath because that's well Terrath is one of their their big players mid uh, early to mid game. And then see if Terrath can sort of transition that in towards the AD carry or whoever they decide is going to be carrying that game. And then see if they're going to be able to push that towards a victory. Because I think Terrath with the right tools, has the capacity to be able to open the few doors for the rest of his team.
2: Yeah, Terrath is player I rate really highly. He he's another one where I think like this this is the person we're gonna be seeing in LCO. Um if he sticks at it and wants to go pro, like this guy will. Um, I think it's it's very interesting. This is a team where we, we we're talking about like a player player swaps before and you know, potential roster changes. Uh, I think that error are probably the most interesting one out of the group because there's such a clear distinction between the two playstyles of the two midlands. Selfish swap from AD carry and said, "I want to play the characters who have been killing me for the past four years." Uh, so, yeah. okay. <laughs>
4: um,
2: <laughs> so all he plays is these AD assassin mid uh, lanes. Um, whereas Totorific has obviously been brought in because they needed some diversity in the role and they needed someone who uh, was going to be a little more stable. I actually kind of want to see if they will f- have that player flex. That's a really interesting concept. If, like, halfway through a series, you've got a team that's prepped for Totorific who's like, okay, ban control mages against this guy, Self just steps in, suddenly Yone is a priority. Like, that's really cool. Maybe it happens.
4: Mm.
3: I mean, the more the more I think about Era, I feel kind of bad say this but they're a team that isn't allowed to win the games that they're meant to win and they lose the games that they're meant to like it like, i've been looking at some of their games recently so they came out of nowhere to beat zy in week four where i think everyone was expecting them to to lose Then mm. they come out of nowhere and beat qut in week six which again no one was expecting so qut had looked just undefeatable but then two weeks later they dropped to dissidents. Like, it just feels very coin-flippy. Like, oh, they're going to lose, so they win. Or they're going to win, so they lose. It's just so inconsistent. It's infuriating to A me.
2: long so- time ago, J- a young Jacob B. <laughs> Southey met a Jetta Wizard who said, all your hooks will land, but your results will be fucked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, do you have to take into consideration the fact that dissonance are, like, huge right now? Um, they, they don't really care. And so they're yep. playing however they want to play, and it's working really well for them. Just because ERA lost to them doesn't mean that is bad. It just means dissonance. Throw everything up in the air and say, yeah. hopefully one of these balls lands into the basketball net.
1: Yeah. yeah and yeah, most of the
0: time it's. it does.
3: Yeah. yeah. You don't play a lot of basketball, do
2: you? One, one of the balls is... <sighs> low-key one of the sleeper op junglers in the patch so yeah that's true. pretty good ball to
4: throw
1: (laughs) i like to bring up because this is something we talked about um what about two weeks ago now i want to say we were talking about like how will era prepare for that game against dissonance you know like they had that week off so maybe they could go over the crazy week that dissonance brought to us in week number six and, and and see what happens when they have that week break week seven even week seven's game I want to say as well um and then it came here and like oh yeah we've got a very strong draft but when you've got zin when you've got silver when you've got guys who are just throwing caution in the wind and they they're not they don't play safe they go all in mm. and clearly that's working for them um it makes it very difficult doesn't it that's a to kind of i guess strategize for that but i'm very keen to see where era goes because i still believe Era's gonna probably one of the biggest chances to still make a top six qualification And what I'm worried about is one of our top teams you just mentioned, whether it be QUT, whether it be ZYZZ Hell, whether it be Weekend Warriors, they might actually have to put in all the research onto ERA because ERA is the one that's taken out two or three of the Titans as a mid-tier team. What are they going to do in a best-of-three format? We've Mm -hmm. already seen last year how great these guys can be together. Of course, it's not the exact same lineup we had from last year, and it's because it's under a new org as well. But if they've already beaten them in a best-of-one they could easily might be able to do in a the best of three, right? Oh, they could easily might morale with the game. That first game, have that morale boost, might even throw off one of the Titan teams and could get an easy 2-0 if they put in that extra effort, right? So maybe the top teams would have to watch out for error. I mean, maybe not. Maybe they might go 2 against them. They might just have a, a, a bad day and that's that. But I feel as if and they've already taken out 2 or 3, right? Showed that the gods can bleed. It's maybe someone to be wary of, at least. Maybe not worried about, but wary of. But... That's our coverage. I want to say here for week eight weapon. I'll let you go. One one quick comment. I
2: quickly, want to say I'm looking at the standings. If let's assume that each team that expected to win wins and yep. the team
1: expected to lose loses.
2: If the standings stay the same, it'll be weekend warriors versus error in the first round. Mm-hmm. That is about I think the best chance that um, error can have because when I look at the strengths of this team, it's all bot side of the map, right? So uh, yeah. and uh, Kaisto versus Mad Maxwell and Banish, who are classic exciting yep. team. I kind of give him a chance. Mm. Real shot. Sure.
1: And then what about Re Fury though into either Toto or into uh, selfish? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. So <laughs> you have got you got one great matchup, but you've also got a rough matchup. So it's like we'll have to I think that would be a great match all around, right? Because you'll see the strengths and weaknesses of all of all lanes. I think it'd be one to watch out for. But I think we had ourselves a little bit, of course, we've got one more week of play before we get to that and let's talk about that a little bit guys here first off the current standings at the end of week number eight we'll get it out of the way and don't let's rip that band that Australia away exile are eliminated out of their chances to get into the finals their final game here will is a buy anyway so their split one season is over and done with so first off want to big give a big congratulations to the exile guys of course, another brand new org joining us here to the circuit that did put on a fantastic showing for us In the early season, I want to say, definitely shocking and surprising. Not just us, but a lot of you guys at home. I remember even the first week, the Twitch chat going off when they saw the Exile game. They weren't expecting them to go off as they did. Of course, unfortunately, they did have a bit of a dip as the season went on. But as we mentioned, we know they've got a great coaching staff behind them now. They're definitely going to be big contenders, I want to say, coming into split two with these coaches as well. We'll have to see how they develop in the off-season now. Hopefully, they'll watch over the finals games and see if they can take out the weaknesses of some of these other teams going into the split two season. But that's it for Exile. we We still have eight teams here. Two teams are out so far for the split one season. We have eight teams still here with only six spots available. ZYZZ, QET, Tigers, and the Weekend Warriors at the end of week eight are all tied up. For that six and two again I don't want to say it's entirely surprising but after we I mean the season we saw with QT and weekend rose nazi easy tied up with the, the, the two first place titans here is insane going into the final week that we have a three-way tie for first place that we might still even have a tie by the end of week nine we'll have to wait and see desire sneaking into that five and three in fourth place because they had their buy last week they've got a great match coming up this week Desire was definitely one of the teams that started. I don't I don't want to say low tier, I don't want to say mid tier. They're kind of somewhere in between. But Akano's lineup that he's had built around him have obviously been putting in the work. Sneaking in and securing that fourth spot. That I want to say Mcom had held on to for so long. This guy's definitely gonna be cheering back at home base and we're keen to see them how they'll do in the final week. And then Mcom and Era both tied up here for fifth place, both four and four. They're gonna be going at it for the final match that we'll talk about in just a short moment for the week number nine and for the whole season before we get to the finals. Whichever team wins here, this could determine who gets into the top six and who doesn't. So it's going to be a huge matchup between these guys. And of course, finally, the Weeknight Warriors and Dissonance both here at three and five. And while they both have two separate games, one against Desire, one against ZYZZ, these guys not only have to both take out a win here, they might have to hope that one of the other teams fumbles as well and seeing if they one of these guys can get that final sixth spot as well we're gonna have still some big ties coming into by the end of the week now there's some tiebreakers that are absolutely gonna to have to be sorted but lads this is what I'm saying this is officially the closest season of the circuit we've ever had all the way back from 2017 all the way back from 28 the beginning of 2018 I want to say sorry up till now this it is. It's the closest, and probably even the best circuit we've ever seen.
0: You would know. You're the grandpa of the group, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it. yeah, it's true. It is true. It is true. It is true. So I
3: want to see the first
1: minute and say
3: that it's ridiculous how. So we're coming up to the final week now. In so many competitions, you get to the final week, and half the team, half of playoffs has been locked in. But technically speaking, nothing is certain yet for most of these teams because, for example. We still don't know who's gonna get first and second place, because of course first and second get a bye into the semi-finals. So between ZY, Tigers, and Weekend Warriors, there's gonna be a fight to get your bye. And obviously who falls into third has to fight their way through. Desire is safe, but then it's a fight, a knife fight for who gets those final two slots. Because MCOM and ERA, they verse each other in on Monday. So one of them will get the safety. Whoever wins basically gets the safety fifth slot. And there's a three-way knife fight in the back alley for sixth place. Like, <laughs> Because Weekend or Dissidence, if either of them win it, they get to enter the alleyway for the knife fight. Whoever loses between M.Com and ERA has to get involved in that knife mm. fight as well. Like, It is a scrap fest <laughs> where basically M.Com and ERA are praying that weekend and weeknight sorry, weeknight and dissidents lose both of their games so that they can secure the so our top sixes doesn't change. But then there's a the, then the top ends have to fight who gets the buys. It's an absolute knife. Everyone in the everyone in the everyone is getting a, a knife, a grenade, a trident, and they're appearing in the back alley ready to fight. It's just ridiculous. Like oh, wow.
0: <laughs> oh god i mean i I love these sort of these sort of setups where it's it gets to the point where everything's so close, and then your your positioning depends on how other games are being played like yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's not in your hands anymore I mean you can play your game to the best of your ability, but you're really betting on another team to win for you like. <laughs>
2: yeah that's the coolest part about this i think is like every single result that we're looking at here has the potential to be spoiled by something else
4: hmm.
2: even that first game between qt and Weekend warriors that's their sorry weekend warriors um that's gonna happen all split it's been happening all split um but whoever wins that potentially buys themselves that first place spot but can be spoiled by the result of the second game and so on and so forth there's something you're not gonna from these games if the results don't go according to plan even if they do So we're going to see a lot of tiebreakers, like, either way. And Mm. when the dust settles, we're going to have a very, very interesting playoff bracket with a lot of teams who have have demonstrably taken games off each other at different points throughout the split. We can't say what the power level of these teams are going to be. And even the power level of what the teams are going to be heading into best of threes. We could just have a bunch of best of one gods on our hands, and maybe they fall in BO3. We just don't know.
4: Mm.
1: We've seen that before, right? We've seen that before in the past, so it could definitely happen here. But yeah, old man Baz is very excited, guys. Yes, he's excited for five years of some society and the invitation. The so, yeah. What was that?
2: You have your like heart medication on hand. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I was just drinking
1: too much soft drink, so maybe not at this point. But we'll man. see what happens. Uh, I want to bring up probably a major point as well. Is that yes, we're here for the final week. There's a certain oceanic pro league for League of Legends hmm. that has just wrapped up and just finished recently. Um, and now that they're kind of on the off season, uh, they might be interested in seeing what the, some of their, the, the, talent below them, just below them is doing at the moment and seeing what some of the teams are doing. Uh, basically there might be a lot of uh, pro players, a lot of pro teams, a lot of, a lot of pro who might be watching the last couple of weeks mm. here for these, some of this invitational circuits. So not only do you have the pressure, you know, of course being, being live stream, you know, we've got hundreds of people watching. All the pressure that comes into that, but now the players you're trying to fight for could also be scouting you out in this mm. matchup as well. So it's going to be a big one. It's going to be doozy here to wrap up the final week for the split one 2021 season of the Invitational Circuit. Let's show you this match is coming up here for week number nine as well. We, of course, brought it up a couple of times now. Game one kickoff will be the QT Tigers taking on the Weekend Warriors. This is a matchup. That has been in the build-up all season long. We've all been hanging out for. All been super excited to see where this one goes. And now it's time to finally decide, is formal formal correct or is midnight correct? We'll we'll have to wait and see uh, on, on which one. We'll take can that I, uh, one out there. Can I retract my vote now just, just for safety reasons? You, you already said two weeks ago that we can work ah, out the whole thing. Oh, so you're God. well past that point, man. Game two with the Week Not Worries taking on ZYZZ. Definitely ZYZZ favored, but we can't count the Week Not Worries. They've definitely picked up some great wins recently. And of course, hopefully, with the practice with the Weekend Worries and with the Weekend Worries game against ZYZZ just the week before. Or to give mate we had to give we not worries, you know, or the extra oomph needed to maybe get a, a final sneaky victory here out from under ZYZZ. Game three. Again, it's gonna be huge on here between Desire and Dissonance. Dissonance clawing and throwing dirt and sand and kicking someone to the nuts, still trying to get themselves <laughs> into the top six spot. But desire, like we mentioned, five and three have had a fantastic season. Are definitely one of these upstart teams that uh they, they might be from a certain place that we've done that bit so many times. Mm. Now I think I can throw that one in the bin. You get the idea. But with Arkano's lineup behind him, could he potentially look... I mean, they're going to secure one of those six-place spots, but can they do it with a final win of their belts here for week number nine? And finally, again, probably the other biggest matchup here. Not only the top end, but the long end top final matchup here between ERA and MCOM. Both these guys have had fantastic... I was like, MCOM has had a fantastic season. ERA had a fantastic season, taking out some of the top tight ends as well. And... These guys essentially batting it out for what could potentially be the final qualifying spot here for the top six finals for the split one invitational circuit of the 2021 season. So well, the action kickoff will be from 6, 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, of course, no longer on Daylight Savings Time there. So ignore the Daylight Savings part there. But of course, tune in straight away an hour beforehand from 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Times, Of course, you get to see a bit of this episode that I'm currently doing here for League Down Under. And of course... All the action of the pre show, as well, we'll cover a little bit more of the info going into that final week. Of course, the final news and updates going into the final week of our split one season, guys. And uh, I'll check with you guys. What's, what, what's your match of the week here? What do you think is going to be the match? Watch out here for week nine. I've done a lot of coverage a lot of this here. I think I know the option Midnight's going to choose, I think I know the option that Tico's going to choose, but I'll talk about to you guys anyway. What do you think what do you think? Tell me, I guess the best match up here. I mean, there's so many good ones to watch, it's
0: pretty obvious. So let's ask Weapon first. Well, it's obvious for me in that. midnight so uh,
3: you might be wrong there <laughs> oh
0: okay this
2: is weekend warriors
0: absolutely can't wait to see
2: what has felt like the two best teams of this circuit clash um the weekend warriors even though a little shaky they have like this project has been strong um hmm. and i'm i'm using that branding over and over again because i think that's what they are the Weekend yep. Warriors feel like they yep. they're a team who are putting in the work week in week out um pun not intended um they have support staff they know what they're doing. And I think this team's going to keep getting better and better. And we we're talking about this before. I just want to quickly slip this in. I can't wait to see the day in the LCO when we have a team that's literally just made up of X weekend warriors. Yeah.
4: <laughs> It'll happen. It's, it's going to happen. happen. It's
3: going
2: happen. Right? Yeah. Fury, jungle man, like, I, mm. a- Jack Valiant top, I think it's, he's already in there, isn't he? It <laughs> uh,
3: wouldn't surprise me at this point. Yeah, yeah,
2: and then like either like Vendrick or Mad Maximo and Vanish. like it, it it's mm. conceivable, right? It's, it's definitely conceivable, and you could see it.
3: Hmm. Tico, I want you to go Nick purely, because I want to keep mine to the last because I want to, su- I want to catch people by surprise.
0: Well, I mean, there's no point in trying to throw a spanner in the works here. Like everyone's assumed it so far. I think it's the MCOM game, like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> oh my god oh where did it come from um <laughs> yeah no i i have i've really been back in mcom even though i'm not really uh, not really i'm not associated with them anymore i still put a lot of faith in the fact that i i know how they're structured even though they might be a mid-tier team like they still have the support staff maybe not as big as weekend and weeknight but they still have the the capacity to. You know, win their games, move up into the into the elimination rounds, and maybe win.
1: (laughs) So that's a crush already done. Yeah, I'm (laughs) sorry. I just I put so much faith in them. Did you not learn from Midnight? Hey, hey, I'm not Midnight. Doesn't matter. we can't just be like this team's gonna win (laughs) the whole thing. So, nice. okay,
0: you I just can't
2: say things. What are we doing? <laughs> We're not
3: allowed to talk, guys. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go my one. I'm willing to bet that none of you guys are going to... All of you guys assume I'm going to say Weekend Warriors, aren't you? For the, for my match of the week.
1: No, you're going to say Desire versus Dissonance.
3: Wrong.
4: It's the weeknight actually... game.
3: No, I'm actually saying M. Common as well. And my reasoning oh. isn't because I... I don't particularly mind who wins. But what I care about is the impact that whoever wins this game, it's so, so important because whoever wins between MCOM and ERA basically decides (laughs) the difference between 5th place and 6th place. Now, that on the standings when we hit finals is actually so damn important because that decides whether if you hit that 6th place slot, whether you have to deal with... Basically, the Weekend Warriors or QUT or ZY, you're going to have to deal with one of those teams if you come in sixth place. And that is not a prospect that I think anyone wants to deal with early on into a finals run. While fifth place, you've got Desire, who I think is a lot less fearsome compared to the three other teams you'd have to deal with. So if nothing else, the winner of this game gets an easier run into finals, in my opinion. And that's why it's such an important game for me.
1: We're going down to the wire, gentlemen, for the final week here. So make sure you tune in. Again, it's been a fantastic season. You can catch all the vods available over on our YouTube or Twitch. There's so many awesome matches that have happened this season as well. So really keen to see how this season will wrap up as we get to the finals. And uh, hope you guys tune in. Remember, 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, of course. This coming Monday as of the recording, so the 19th of April. And, of course, if you're watching this in the future, well... That doesn't matter. You can hopefully just check out the VOD and hopefully enjoy the action that happened <laughs> for that final week. But, guys, uh, it's a... Like,
2: how far into the future are you watching this, by the way? Like, do we have jetpacks yet? Hover cars. If you're
1: watching that far into the future, I'd be slightly concerned. No, what, what's, what's happened jetpacks, is someone has I'm
3: fallen into, like, the ultimate YouTube, like, mm. rabbit hole. Oh, Somehow yeah. found this podcast yeah. and singing to themselves in, like, the year 3,120, like, what the hell are these guys talking about? What the hell is a League of Legends? Like,
2: all... This was the this is what they had before League of Legends. Four, like wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think League of Legends two at this point. Come on, give give them some credit. Mm. Uh If you're in the year three thousand, whatever the fuck was just said, um, and you're watching League down under, you gotta Bro, you got to do something with your life, man. Yeah. Go to sleep. You got uh, to find yourself a partner, man. You got to... Hopefully <laughs> in that year, we've got 2D girls in real life, so you mm. can do that. That'd be cool. Uh, let's just go to the next segment, guys. We're, we're, already, we're, we're, already, we're already done. And this segment is going to make us even more done because now I finally have to say the segment name. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm kind of debating about just not saying it. No, you got to
0: say it. You got to say it.
1: Okay. They say I have to say it, but it's my show, so you're contractually
0: I mean, I just, I'm, obligated to say just,
1: it. I don't have a contract, you know. Uh-huh. I, I just have to do the show. You know, it's my show. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I've got league down on. I don't know why. Don't know why I have it. Don't know why I still want to do it. Don't even know why people care about it. But keep um, quotes, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Um, There's going to be a great penalty game, hopefully coming up as well that you guys look forward to. So going to work those out. I'm definitely not delaying me saying this. Uh, but <laughs> it gotta get the penalty game sorted as well. We do have them that we be sorted very very shortly yeah. Fuck's sake
3: I thought that Tiko was just staring <laughs> so intensely at the
1: camera just waiting for you to say it it's... The, more I, the more I don't say it, the, the harder it's getting to say It's
2: so like, stupid
1: like, it rip really the bandaid
2: off we, just, we windmill slammed that name so quickly <laughs> I, I know, so
1: and that's why that I is... hate it that I don't want to say that.
3: That is the power of having two singular brain cells and having
4: them work together.
1: That's what came up with this name. It was right, brilliant. Yep. Who's that quote I'm on? Hey! No, way, <laughs> of the show. no motion, no effort. That's about as much as you deserve. So, I nothing. The fucking idiots here have chosen three champion quotes, jokes or taunts specifically, uh, which you'll have to try and guess which champion it comes from uh pretty straightforward of course whoever gets the most losses will end up having a punishment game lined up ready to go we've got one if weapon wins which we hopefully they'll be very excited to see that one honestly i'm keen for that one uh but the winner will decide whatever the game is we don't we don't have a set one for the others yet we'll figure it out as we go along but like i said the guys here have chosen three different quotes each we'll go in order. Of, of the usual order, so Tico first. I know where my my, my hands are at. Tico, weapon. My hand disappears, but you in. So there you go. So Tico, <clears throat> kick us off here with your first quote. Of course, I'm not involved in this. I just get to watch the carnage now. Okay. Now that I've just suffered my
4: cringe, <laughs> I get to write. <laughs> so. Okay. S-
0: so the first quote of the day is, "Oh, hello, bird." What little wisps have you... <laughs> Oopsie.
1: I, think I don't realise that saying these jokes out loud are not only going to kill them, going to yeah.
3: be so bad. I'm like 80% <laughs> certain I know what this champion is. Okay. So, Weapon, do you have an idea? Because I'll let you go first because I think I'm pretty confident in my answer. Mine,
2: mine is just going to be a punt and I'm going to go with Ivern.
3: I think it's a Lilia. Lilia has a bird on her like animations. That makes sense. Yeah, you probably so I'm gonna assume nice. it's her sneezing on the bird.
4: Mm.
0: Yep, no, you are midnight's right. That's one's that one what? is Lilia.
3: Obscure what? knowledge, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. What? Why do you <laughs> Why do I know that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I know that she has a bird on her, but she does.
1: Alright, let me just add that to the score, I guess. Like, midnight <laughs> kass imagine having names Midnight like midnight kass uh-huh. i do this man has so dedicated
2: everything he does mm. every single bit yeah
3: um, i don't i know, can't really see, thing is, i can't function in the real world but when it comes to league of legends there's nothing i can't i can't figure out what's I your think? rank again uh <laughs> um uh go next go next oh, <laughs> i
1: mean you're the one you're the one saying stuff like this i mean i'm just saying you know I,
3: uh, Tico, whatever you do, please do not screenshot an image of my rank right about Netflix.
0: Let's just say the man's got his macro down; he doesn't have his micro. <laughs> he
2: plays a lot of NASAs. So, yeah. uh, am I going next? Are we, are we doing? Yeah yeah yeah. Going, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So my my first one, first one, uh, is uh, cool out
3: squirt. What? Say cool again. out. Wait, what?
2: Cool out squirt.
0: Cool out squirt.
1: Yep. I'm leaving that one alone. Cool out Squirt. I you've just it, broken them. I saying three words. I've
3: got Capastic. one guess, but I don't think it's right in any capacity. I'm gonna guess to Leah, but I got no idea. That would probably make sense if it
2: was a skin one, but I think we. Yeah, have... I I don't know. I just <laughs> couldn't
3: think of anyone who would actually say that. Not to Leah.
0: I'm thinking Nami. I've got... Ding ding ding! Hey! I didn't
3: even think about fish.
0: No, you got to you... think water.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: it's, it is specifically
2: Nami's taunt when uh, she's taunting a fizz. Ah. Uh,
0: yeah, na-
1: na- that's why I wouldn't yeah. know. I don't play Nami and I don't Fair play enough. fizz. Well, yeah. I have yeah. a fucking mastery seven on Nami, and I. Have <laughs> a, you know, no, not a, not a clue, not a. Jesus. Okay. All I, right. I hate
2: better. the term, but I'm gonna say it. You have. The most ego champion pool. Like, <laughs> I really honestly, no. I do. Uh,
1: <laughs> Nami, Janna, Poppy, um, who else Lulu. Okay, no, I okay. I, I do balance. I do play a lot of Thresh as well. Come on, analysis. I actually I, do, I balance I, it.
2: I hmm. will just say, like, if like people meme on like the whole like ego like sit back and do nothing champions, they have never played with the the League artist. Some people don't know. Katie the Doormat. She plays a lot of like Enchanter supports. Plays like an absolute fucking lunatic. Playing AD carry with her is like being on a fucking coaster. She is running forward, <laughs> igniting the enemy, shielding herself, trading on cooldown. I'm just like, oh!
3: <laughs> <laughs> How do I get off this ride? Sit help?
0: Yeah, and then the, the enemy support is playing Yumi. Yeah, she is like a
3: fucking <laughs> lunatic. She doesn't play League anymore.
2: She's all Valorant. She nah. just gets sold. Uh, okay. The
3: Alright, uh, here's my one. I I hope this one's not too difficult. Okay. I uh-huh. oh, did you hear uh, the last one? I mean, yeah, true. I you're fine at this point. Replicating lifeform entertainment routine. Vel'Koz. Is it
0: Vel'Koz? Because I was going
1: to guess Vel'Koz. Yeah, that is Vel'Koz. Oh. Yeah, like, oh yeah. I hope. <laughs> Quite. I hope this one isn't too. <laughs> <laughs> I, may, I may have gone a bit too easy for the All first right, one. Well, yeah. I, guess, I guess you both get. Scored. What do you yeah, mean? You no weapon.
0: No, weapon. You, you, gotta, you mm, got to go rotation. You both yeah, yeah. got it correct. <laughs> yeah, but what he said play it play after it? me. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, no. I'll pay him. Kiko said it first.
0: Yeah, we go in order anyway. So.
1: Alright, I, My I point. guess that's how we're doing it. <laughs> you're getting, you're both getting a point. Right. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, 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 I'm fine with it that. Out. I'm okay with I'm that. Yeah. If you to got me. the answer correct, you get the point. Those are the rules. We okay. can't just be like No, that guy got a first, so you fucking, you can't do that one. Cause Hurry up. Next okay. <laughs> it's
0: fine. Uh, I'm fine giving myself a challenge. Um... Okay, so the next quote is Ugh, I missed a freaking cliff diving trip for this crap. Samir. So, yeah. You, midnight what was yours
3: i genuinely don't know
0: oh i missed like, I a f- it's, freaking it's, cliff diving trip for this crap
3: i, I feel like it would be cheat to copy what weapon said because i kept weapons obviously confident but I, I genuinely have no idea would it be cheating to say samira just to copy weapon i feel like that's cheating i think I no
0: idea do you don't know it
3: yeah, i would say I have no idea. Like, my, I would guess Samira, but who Weapon set it as well?
0: Well, if if you don't know what it is, guess another champion then.
3: Um, I missed a cliff trot. Who's a who's an adrenaline junkie in League? Um, I'll go to Talia again. that
0: has got it know. wrong. Okay, it's
3: Weapon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I, Samira. Yeah. How good is? Don't Samira. play Samira. How did you obsessed. know
0: that? That's a response taunt. Yeah, I
2: play Samira. She is great.
0: Wow, Samira's very nice. Very nice.
1: <laughs> Um, yeah. Surrounded really by funny. nerds. <laughs> yeah. Imagine
2: like knowing stuff about the game. <laughs>
1: imagine knowing voice. Imagine knowing response voice lines to another voice line. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. This one is
2: actually going to be nasty. It is another response.
4: Oh, for it's God's so sake! Yeah, nah, actually, okay. no, it's
2: not a response. It's a, It's an initial taunt, yeah. yeah. The, the mind is the weapon. You are unarmed.
3: The mind is the weapon. Okay, I think I am like 80% certain I know who it is. Okay. Based uh, on the based on that.
0: It's savage though, right?
3: Yeah, I like it. If it is who I think it is, it's very appropriate.
0: Hold on. It's someone intelligent. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. So the person that no, is-
3: I'm sorry, the way you said that just killed like they're the intelligent.
0: <laughs> the person it's someone smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Me. But All like, like you. holy shit. Okay, <laughs> let me let me let me thought process this, okay? So if they they think they're intellectually higher better than the person they're taunting, so logically they think they're smart. Heimerdinger is too nice for that sort of taunt. Could be something velkaz says. Um who else is an intellectual champion? Um Oh, we put putting a timer on this. Yeah,
1: no, can we get a timer? no uh, I'm, I'm just waiting for him to get to it. There's like, but I'm on the right path, aren't I? Um, Victor, he's pretty smart. Yeah, Victor's you
0: know? a good one. Uh, you Dr. know what? I
1: know he's a doctor, so yeah, he's okay. Smart. Well, I've, I've locked smart. in my, my champion, so I'm Midnight to go. I mean, no,
0: I mean with who did you say, it, Tico? Oh, oh you, you're first anyway, so
3: can I? I'm gonna go with Swain.
0: I'm gonna go Victor. Yeah, fair enough.
3: The master, he's the he's the master tactician. And like his whole thing is he's gonna outsmart you before you've realized you've been outsmarted. He just has some of the best lines in the game. And he's a he's a savage arsehole. I love him.
2: Good, like the one where he's like, "Um, I've heard what they call me. <clears throat> what a waste of their final words." Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote.
3: You should use that quote. I would have never figured that out. You'd use, that was a brilliant quote. Oh, Beautiful. Right. Um, rage just burned. for
1: are all at, you guys are all at two and zero right now. Ah, nice, oh, nice uh, recovery. Well, I say two and zero, but I'm not marking if you get one wrong. So just you're all at two, yeah. and two, yep. All
3: right. Rage burned away all that was good in you, my brother. Oh, Dude. Renekton. It's, <laughs> it's- uh, Nasus. It's Nasus. Renekton's oh. <laughs> <laughs> the brother getting talked to. <laughs> I gave you a freebie and you kegged it into a wall. <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> Just give him a minute. Just give him a
4: minute.
1: Give him... Just give him a minute.
4: <laughs> you wow, were so rough.
1: confident. That's so rough.
4: Oh yeah, no, it's Renekton. No, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> like technically, it's NASA's taunting Renekton, so Renekton's in there. But um, he <laughs> was like, "No talk to me, I Angie." Don't talk
0: to me, I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, okay, let's just move it's on confident. from that one. <clears throat> yeah, <I> um, <laughs> okay, so, this is my third and final one. It's, I've got friends in high places.
1: Should I actually have heard that one before? I've
3: got friends <laughs> in high places.
1: Oh, Shit, I think I actually know that one. Shit. <laughs> I, Ooh, I, who's I the think nerd now? No, I think not, I actually that, that one's so old. Like that's a really old. That's only the reason mm. why I know it. I've got a fifty-fifty quote on that one. I think I know it, but I don't. I'm not certain. It's Quinn. Um, yeah, I thought it was Quinn. Yeah, Quinn as
3: well is what I was thinking. Uh. It feels like a Quinn thing.
0: Mm. It is a Quinn thing. Talking about valor.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes
3: that sounds about right. Also, it's you. The second the second I hear something about high in birds, I know it's Quinn. But
0: it's it wasn't.
1: You. Didn't say bird. But yes, yeah, but yes, I it is it's, fair. It's, no, that's yeah, fair. That is fair. Quinn. If I know it, it's too easy. Let's uh, just put that out. If, <laughs> I know what, like, if I have a feeling I know what it is, got to try again. Like that's.
3: I mean, I can't talk. I've had really bad. everyone got my quotes like,
4: instantly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Except for Tico.
4: Go Except on. for Tico.
1: <laughs> on. I feel
2: like this one's going to lower the bar a little bit. Probably be too easy. But it's what do I have someone in my
3: teeth? Oh, uh. I got this. Oh, do you not Tico's know Tico? Tico? Yeah, Tiko.
1: Yeah, I'll let Tico go for his dancer. He's using. He's really working that think tank right now. It's 110. <laughs> See, it makes
0: me think of Outback Renekton because he's picking his teeth. But I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with another champion. Okay. Yeah. Hit
4: it.
0: Midnight. Who are you gonna go for? No, you go first.
3: Oh, I, I think it's Renekton.
0: Oh, I think it's Chogath
3: watch every person I know it's Renekton oh. I play enough Renekton to hear what have I got someone in my teeth <laughs> and he, goes, he does the animation where he lies down the ground and Wait, slithers like an did, asshole
2: how did you play the voice line
3: then I, I, I spoke oh wow that was amazing I've got dude I can do some pretty decent voices you hear my at the end when we do I mean, a final quote I'm, I'll show I'll you my fiddle sticks quote okay. I'll show you my fiddlesticks voice it's great that's just their disapproving
1: alright uh good guy. For all your listeners, I'm shaking my head right now.
3: <laughs> Alright, final quote of the day. <clears throat> Screaming won't do you any good, but it's music to my ears.
0: Oh, I've heard this
1: one. I've heard that one as well, actually. Oh.
3: It's the quote that made me fall in love with a particular champion. Which is why I kind of, like, I had a moral obligation to pick this, pick this guy. Or well, girl. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Like, Where surely Fiddlesticks.
2: Yeah, it sounds like fiddlesticks, but like
0: it's too. Screaming is music to my ears. Screaming
3: won't do you any good, but it's music to my ears. Same thing.
1: It could be. Velcro? Sticks, Zed. No, uh, not Zed. Who's more edgy champions? Um. Yeah.
3: What do I
1: guess? Darius. Oh! Thresh. Uh. Yeah, it could be Thresh. Yeah.
0: It could be Thresh. Yeah, yeah, so that's my pick, Thresh. It's Thresh, it's Thresh, I feel like it's Thresh. It's um,
3: Thresh. It is indeed the
1: chain hey. one. Hey. You know the funny part is? I was given, gave that one out for free. But uh, guess what, gentlemen? The quote, the, 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 who's that quote i on? It's finished. It wasn't <laughs> Pikachu. It was Weapon.
4: <laughs> hey, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but so so
1: there you go so it's close it's all it's it's a weapon just not the pikachu weapon it's just i am that quote one the definition literally weapon congratulations you get to do your quen thing now that you wanted to do it's a punishment game and tico gets to join you on your yay uh, let's go through the score so weapon got five of them midnight got four and tico got three (laughs) renected so literally the renected call if you didn't do that. You would have. You would have tied up with midnight. Would have had to have a tiebreaker. But because you were so overconfident, being wrong,
0: you're getting right. I lost. I'm sorry, it. but that's. I lost two points comes. to two Renekton quotes. Did. <laughs> <laughs> did. And I had, them, I had both of them. I had both of them in my sights. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. And you're like, nah, uh, that's too easy. It's gonna yeah, be this one. No. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
3: congratulations! You please yourself.
1: Yeah. So weapon, could you please explain to the audience yeah. at home what Tico now has to do? That we're definitely going to get recorded sometime soon with the rest of the Punch game. Yeah. Midnight, we haven't forgotten. Regor yeah. we haven't forgotten. um So weapon, please.
2: Yeah. So uh, as of this recording, Gwen has literally just released, mm. and uh even though she's entirely my shit, I am very prepared to feed on her. So Tico will be accompanying me when I feed on her the first time in a ranked game. Uh, your LP is
3: forfeit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the look of horror on his face is this? It's in- I it was a ranked game. Uh, uh, let's do it, this is gonna be a funny ranked game. Fuck this up out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna
2: subject you to one
0: game. I'm doing so well in ranked as well.
1: Yeah, but your LP now belongs to I'm on a win
0: streak, man.
1: Okay, okay, Tico. You could hard carry the game.
0: I could. True. I could. Yeah. yeah. Like currently. Um, sorry, Weapon won't want to hear this, but currently, Senna, support, OP. I believe it. And Weapon has disconnected. The voice <laughs> <point is David laughs> and
1: Tico. voice um,
2: board Am I right, Baz? Am I right?
1: What Chogath? Uh, oh, absolutely, Chogath is brilliant. Oh, really yeah. so
4: okay. I've
1: not played him since we played him, but I'm only saving it for that. I don't, I don't play it with randos because they, they won't understand the IQs too much. I
2: once I forced a rando to play it with me. <laughs> 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 they were so upset.
1: Oh god. Oh, to be fair, um, when I was playing earlier today, um, I was like, oh yeah, let, let's rank up. Oh wait, someone banned Gwen. Oh great, someone had to play Gwen. So they chose. Cleanse Ghost Janner to it mid lane. So that was the easiest dodge of my life. Thank mm. you for watching episode seven of League Down Under. We hope you guys enjoyed that once again. After our two week break, we're hopefully going to go back to our regularly scheduled programming. So look forward to that. The future weeks, especially of course, with the big final season coming up here for the Invitational Circuit. Because of course, Bigger River is an association and partnership with Summoner Society. So if you want to follow Summoner Society, keep up to date with the latest news and updates regarding, of course, the circuit. You know, the other cool events community events and uh other live streams that you guys would like to check out and be a part of you can do so by joining the facebook group by joining the twitter account of course Sumsoc oc at Sumsock oc i should say there and join the discord group as well the discord server there's plenty of people there tons and tons of awesome community action always happening on the discord server so go check that out if you want to be interested a part of some of the society's activities and of course you want to subscribe to the youtube channel because that's when you can see the vod of course here four league down under if you like to watch us make clowns of ourselves and be the whole circus for you guys and of course follow the twitch as well so you can see when the circuit goes live absolutely fantastic series that we've brought up so many times here so far tonight so make sure you tune in for that of course Tom. this recording will be this upcoming monday on the 19th so go check that out and it's going to be absolutely fantastic you guys definitely do not want to miss that And, of course, we're going to be on our official Spotify as well for League Down Under. We have all of our audio episodes up. So if you prefer to listen to it on the way to work, on on the way to uni or what have you, you can obviously do that as well and have a great laugh on on the way and not be bored by just usual boring radio when you've got the boys here. And, of course, the other lights have been with us for League Down Under. Of course, that's Spotify. That's Apple Podcasts. That's Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Hope you enjoyed one of those services that we are on. So big thanks to you guys, you lads, for being on here once again. For league down under i mean tico you're contractually obligated once again mm. so you can't really have a choice weapon just loves being here we actually we literally can't get rid of him um it's actually <laughs> an impossible thing at this point point. and uh midnight got his foot surgery done whatever he said happened he was actually sending another curse up to Week and Rory so they can lose the whole split one mm. season i thank you guys for watching we hope to see you guys for this upcoming circuit on the 19th or if not for the next episode of league down under so till then guys